From the Financial Times in London, I'm Elaine Moore and this is FT News. French billionaire Vincent Bollare has been placed under formal investigation in Paris over corruption allegations that relate to the activities of his family holding company, Bollare Group in Africa. This comes at a difficult time for the industrialist and corporate raider, who is locked in a battle with the Italian government and activist hedge fund Elliott Advisors over Telecom Italia. The 66-year-old is also in the process of handing over his vast empire to his four children. Well, here with me to discuss all of this is Harriet Agnew in Paris, and joining me in the studio is Lex writer Alan Livesey. Harriet, can you tell us exactly what Mr. Bollare's group is alleged to have done in Africa and why he was arrested in Paris this week? This investigation centres around suspected bribery of foreign officials in Africa. It concerns Havas, which is a communications group that was owned by Bollare's family holding company until last year. Prosecutors are looking at whether Havas undercharged for its consulting services to help African presidents come to power in Togo and Guinea about 10 years ago. The idea being that they would do this in order to secure port concessions. Now, Bollare was arrested on Tuesday and then last night he was placed under formal investigation in connection with this. Can you explain how serious these allegations are and how Mr Bollare and his group have responded to them so far? Well, look, these allegations are pretty serious. They relate to corruption and by getting um, mise en examen, which is um, put under formal investigation, as the French call it, the next step would be for the case to be referred to trial. But Bollare has denied any wrongdoing. He's described the accusations as unfounded. And now that he's been placed under formal examination, his defence team will gain access to all of the case files on which the allegations are based. Can you tell us something about Mr Bollare? I know he's very well known in France as the former chairman and biggest shareholder in the global media company Vivendi. But how big is his business empire? How far does it extend? Bollare is one of the best-known deal-makers in France, and he has a pretty um, fearsome reputation as a corporate raider. His career spanned several decades, and he stepped in during the early 1980s to save his dying family business in Brittany, which was manufacturing paper for cigarettes and Bibles. And since then, he's built up this far-flung global portfolio of investments that encompasses businesses as diverse as electric cars, telecoms, video games, and Asian rubber plantations. Now, at home in France, he's probably best known for Vivendi. And this is a sprawling media group that owns things like Universal Music Group, Canal Plus Pay TV, and a video games publisher called Gameloft. So in typical Bollare style, he bought a minority stake in Vivendi and then grew his position to become its dominant shareholder. He then secured a seat as chairman of Vivendi about four years ago and really has made the group a linchpin of his plan to build a Netflix of Europe. So this is a company built on telecoms, media and content. The idea being that it would compete for audiences with the likes of Walt Disney, Time Warner and Rupert Murdoch. And Alan, I know that you've written about the stake that he has in Vivendi for the Lex column. What do you know of his reputation internationally? And do you think that he and his group can bounce back from these charges? I would say that his international reputation seems to vary from being a super smart guy to being an incredible pain. He isn't just a corporate raider. He comes in and buys a small stake, a minority stake, as Harriet said, then manages to get more and more board seats on, I guess, the presumption that he can, by having control over the board, somehow make changes that are going to improve the companies. And sometimes he just appears to be a trader. So 
for instance, Harriet mentioned Gameloft, but another big software company that he only recently sold out of was something called Ubisoft, a French game maker. And I think the founders of Ubisoft were delighted when um, Vivendi did sell out. It should be worth noting that when we look at Group Bolloré, the main driver over the last four years or so of profits has been Vivendi. When you look at the segments and operating profits, that's it. It is the only thing. If you look at Vivendi, the only thing that's driving profits there is universal. Only one business is really making a difference to the Bollery Group. And so Mr. Bollery has stepped down as chairman of Vivendi's supervisory board last week. Do we know why he did that? As Harriet said, there are some things that have been happening over the last few years where he does seem to be trying to move his business interests on to the rest of his family, particularly his son, I think. There are other things that are clearly happening with the African situation, which may mean that he has to reduce his board positions. It'd be interesting to see how this African scandal affects Vivendi's efforts on uh, Telecom Italia. Last week, Bollore stunned people at the Vivendi AGM, where he said that he was going to step down as chairman and put forward his son, Yannick, to succeed him. Now, it wasn't the content of this that surprised people because it was widely expected, but it was really the timing. It was much earlier than people thought. So there was chatter in Parisian circles over the past week or so, you know, something is happening at Vivendi. And I think when this investigation came to light this week, suddenly things were a whole lot clearer for people. And there is a feeling here that Bollore knew that this was coming. And so he stepped down as chairman in order to put a bit of distance between himself and Vivendi and between himself and his son, the new chairman. That said, it's highly likely that he'll continue sort of pulling strings from outside. So you've mentioned there that Mr. Bollore was trying to create this huge media giant that was capable of rivaling Netflix through the stakes in Italy's media set and Telecom Italia. Alan, I'm wondering what you think about that and how that plan might be looking now. Well, the Telecom Italia thing is a saga that has been running for a little while. I don't even know where to begin, but Telecom Italia is only part of the issues that Bollore has in Italy. Um, He's also gone head-to-head with Silvio Berlusconi over Mediaset. That's in the midst of a court case because there was a purchase that Vivendi got out of, essentially. But separate from that is the Telecom Italia shenanigans. What's happened now is Elliott Advisors has joined in the fray, thinking that if they get Vivendi out somehow of Telecom Italia, they can help engineer some change. The problem is the new CEO, who seems to be well-regarded, has been put in by Vivendi. He could probably do some good here for Telecom Italia, and Elliot could cause problems by having him removed. So right now, the fight is over board seats at Telecom Italia. It's extremely complicated. This will run and run and run and run. But the point is that Vincent Bolloré is slightly backed into a corner. And I feel, as Harriet said, that they're slightly backpedaling on their expansion efforts in Europe. Harriet, how does that sound to you? Do you agree with Alan? I do agree. Things are in um, total disarray in Italy. And I think the really interesting thing here is that Bolloré has managed to put up the backs of the Italian establishment, the government, the asset management industry, to the point where they're willing to back this famously aggressive, prickly US activist hedge fund over Vivendi in the battle for Telecom Italia. Thank you, Harriet and Alan, and thanks for listening. And don't forget to go to ft.com for more developments on this story.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.